This is DZFE's Maestro Filipino, a focus for music with a connection to home. For this edition, I'm Daniel. Every two years since 2016, the National Commission for Culture and the Arts has been awarding prizes for extended concert works that, in the NCCA's words, go beyond popular or traditional music writing. This year, the prize was offered to four categories. Two of these, Standard Chamber Orchestra and Standard Full Orchestra, went to a single composer, Jonathan Domingo. Initially a choral conducting major, Domingo eventually turned to composing, and has since written for numerous performers and ensembles, and won several composition awards internationally. With the NCCA Composition Prize, he won his first major composing tilt in the country. Domingo joins us to open our three-part feature on this year's winners. We sample some of his other works and talk about the music he wrote for the NCCA, as well as his process, philosophy, and of course, background as a composer. I know it's been quite a few years since then, but how did you get into music? As a child, writing music was not something I had originally considered as a career. But my love for music was undoubtedly present from the start. I grew up in a music-loving family, especially my father's side. And some of them are conservatory-trained musicians. I was singing in choirs in church and in school since elementary. But I started quite late in learning to play instruments such as the piano and the violin. I think I was 13, and I played in a band in church. So I was part of the worship team. Then I guess my liking of music only intensified when I was a senior in high school. My parents did not want me to take up music as a major, but I really insisted. So eventually, you know, they supported me. I started out my formal music formation at the Asian Institute for Liturgy and Music in Quezon City. So that is where I had my very first composition lesson. It was under our late national artist, Dr. Francisco Feliciano. But that time, I still have zero interest in composition. It's funny, actually. I hated that course because it was on a Saturday <laughs> at 8 a.m. Who would want to take a class like that? I survived. Then I decided to study in UP to get a degree, but I entered as a choral conducting major. It was in a class called MUL 135, or 20th Century Music Literature, where I became really interested in writing music. I remember we were learning about the 12th technique, and that's what got me into composing. So eventually, I got accepted into the composition program and here I am now. I'm composing professionally. I actually really enjoy both tonal and non-tonal stuff. I don't cage myself into just one style. I want to be a versatile composer. To date, I've written works for solo instruments, for different chamber groups, for choral groups, vocal, and for large forces such as symphony orchestra and a string orchestra. And I have an unperformed piano concerto. I have written a song cycle for Stephanie Quintin Avila, 
That is a song cycle for soprano, piano, cello, and flute. And then I've recently been commissioned by the ASEAN Youth Ensemble. I've written a piece for 10 instrumentalists, and it was premiered in Bangkok this year in August. What is your composition process? As any other creative, of course, I'm constantly looking for inspiration. So that is the first step, whether it be it in my baul of experiences or maybe the current socio-political climate or from any other works of art. So basically, I can find any inspiration from anything. But if someone is commissioning me, of course, I have to collaborate with them. Now, if I'm writing music for no specific occasion, I would normally just listen a lot and score study a lot of pieces. But that is actually a part of my normal writing routine, whether commissioned or not. So my writing process, I start with sketching. Most of the time, I would just write keywords. I don't sketch notes right away. And then before going into writing, I would always keep in mind my rhetorics, you know, my ethos, my pathos, and my logos. You know, ethos, my integrity as a composer, my pathos, who my audience is, and how am I going to incite emotional responses from them. And logos, how convincing my music should be or how my music should make sense. And then I would go into macro composing. So I set up the structure of my piece. It's really important for me knowing how exactly my piece should start and end. It should be very clear for me from the very start. The middle sections can change, but the start and the end, no. And then micro composing, writing down my materials. Then once I finish plotting down everything, then I would go back to each section, then revise, revise, and revise until I get really satisfied. But you know what? When I was still in the university, I would try to perfect each and every measure before moving on to another. But my teacher told me, hi, Sir Chino, if you're listening, <laughs> he told me that you can never do that, especially if you're writing for an extended work let's say a concerto or a symphony. He told me you need to create an efficient writing system. You cannot just rely on your gut feel.
That was the first movement of Jonathan Domingo's song cycle Calicassan, performed by soprano Stephanie Quintin Avila and pianist Dr. Kyle Blair. The text was written by Ralph Lawrence Fonte. Domingo now talks about the music that earned him two of this year's NCCA Composition Category Prizes. Synesthesis One Particles in Motion. Fascinating title, so tell us about this. This work is based on a painting by a Bulgarian painter named Jordan Velikov, whom I've met through a competition I was in. Upon seeing that painting, three words came into my mind. The first one is scientific. The second one is cell-like. And the third one is celestial. When you zoom in the painting, you will see tiny specks of colors swarming around each other almost blending and sometimes overlapping. So it makes the painting seem like it is in motion. There is almost no solid type of color when you look at it. So I experimented with the concept of sound energy through a process of accumulation and dispersion. So from nothingness to fullness and then to nothingness again. The flow of that sound energy function as the piece's driving force. 
through creating diverse numbers in registral shifts and a lot of dynamic contrasts. The title of synesthesis is some kind of a wordplay, a wordplay of words synthesis and synesthesia. Synthesis, simply because I synthesize musical concepts in visual art. Synesthesia, which is a neurological condition in which information meant to stimulate one of your senses, simulate several others. I just related that to the concept of color formation. As you know, one example of that phenomenon is hearing music and seeing colors in your mind. Now, what about the other piece, mga musika at tagpo sa tinubuang lupa? Where did the inspiration for this come from? This work is a reimagination of some prominent indigenous Philippine music that incorporates Western compositional frameworks. I've written three movements, so this is an orchestral suite. The first movement is a prelude, which is inspired by the Kalinga lullaby called Wiyawi and the Salidumai. The second movement is a fugue, a heavily contrapuntal piece based on a fusion of Kalinga and Maguindanawan influences. I incorporated elements such as the interlocking technique found in the Tongatong music and the drum pattern by the Dabakat in the Kalintang Ensemble and some melodic fragments from various Kalintang melodies. The melodies are original. It was just inspired by those existing melodies. And the third one is a capriccio, a lively piece that is typically short and free in form. This movement uses a variety of rhythmic modes found in the Maguindanao and Kulintang Ensemble. And that is the basis for the material development of the piece. It is really important for me to sort of give back to the indigenous people, the people who really does that music. I've always kept in mind that I'm doing this for the people. That's why it is really important to do your research a lot and always mention that it is from them. This is God's gift, and I want to use this gift to inspire people and to make them feel something. In the future, I want to also create a venue for young composers, a venue for them to get their works performed.
Drift by Jonathan Domingo, performed by members of Studio Musik Fabrik and the ASEAN Youth Ensemble, and students of the Musik Hochschule Lübeck and the Princess Galyani Vadhana Institute of Music in Thailand. Earlier, we heard the first movement of Domingo's Kalikasan, as recorded by soprano Stephanie Quintin Avila and pianist Dr. Kyle Blair. Jonathan Domingo won the NCCA Composition Prizes for Standard Chamber Orchestra with his work Synesthesis, Particles in Motion, and for Standard Full Orchestra with Mga Musika at Tagpo sa Tinubuang Lupa. This year's winning works will be premiered in 2023 under the auspices of the NCCA. Follow the National Commission for Culture and the Arts Facebook page for updates. You can find Domingo's music on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash John Domingo Composer. That's J-O-N Domingo Composer. That is all for this Maestro Filipino, DZFE's weekly feature for fine music in our locale. Each episode airs Saturday at 12 noon, the following Sunday, 12 midnight, and lastly, the next Thursday at 8 in the evening. Maestro Filipino episodes are uploaded every week on our SoundCloud and Spotify channels. Once more, this is Daniel. Thank you for listening.